Golden Calf by John Bradford. Moses continued, So, while the mountain was blazing with fire I turned and came down, holding in my hands the two stone tablets inscribed with the terms of the covenant. There below me I could see that you had sinned against the Lord your God. You had melted gold and made a calf idol for yourselves. How quickly you had turned away from the path the Lord had commanded you to follow. So, I took the stone tablets and threw them to the ground, smashing them before your eyes. Then, as before, I threw myself down before the Lord for forty days and nights. I ate no bread and drank no water because of the great sin you had committed by doing what the Lord hated, provoking Him to anger. I feared that the furious anger of the Lord, which turned Him against you, would drive Him to destroy you. But again, He listened to me. The Lord was so angry with Aaron that He wanted to destroy him, too. But I prayed for Aaron, and the Lord spared him. I took your sin, the calf you had made, and I melted it down in the fire and ground it into fine dust. Then I threw the dust into the stream that flows down the mountain. You also made the Lord angry at Taborah, Massah, and Kibroth Hadalah. And at Kadesh Barnea the Lord sent you out with this command, Go up and take over the land I have given you. But you rebelled against the command of the Lord your God and refused to put your trust in Him or obey Him. Yes, you have been rebelling against the Lord as long as I have known you. New Living Translation I'm really glad there was no social media back in the day when the Israelites made the golden calf idol. Most people tend to post flattering pictures of happy families and wonderful experiences. Somehow, methinks the ancient Israelites would have tried to make the whole thing at Mount Sinai look like some party we would end be going to. But there's always a dark underbelly to all the glitter and photoshopped pics. And God sees and knows it all. God is full of grace, steadfast love, and covenant commitment. Yet, this does not mean that God is okay with disobedience and people doing whatever the heck they want to do. The Lord has anything but a shoulder-shrugging may attitude toward hedonism. In fact, grace only exists because of sin. Where there is boundless grace and compassion there will be found bucket loads of self-absorbed behavior. And, oh my, was there a load of it among the ancient Israelites. They were characterized as stubborn, rebellious, and idolatrous. It's the kind of stuff that evokes the ire of God. Genuinely godly people share God's heart and interests. That is, what upsets God, upsets them, and what makes God pleased, makes them pleased. Moses was in sync with God. So, he was visibly angered by the people's idolatry. Moses confronted the people with going far astray from the Lord. And, what's more, Moses showed that his heart reflects God's heart by immediately engaging in an extended time of fasting and prayer on their behalf, forty days and forty nights. Lackadaisical attitudes and approaches toward God are a dime a dozen with many so-called believers. There is little to no sustained, prolonged, and focused times of prayer and fasting among both individuals and groups of people. Many folks are simply too busy indulging in revelry with their idols of money, sex, power, and perfectionist control. Until we are cut to the heart with this present darkness of empty souls and vacuous spirits, which run to everything and everyone but God, there will be no entering the promised land of peace, love, and joy in the Holy Spirit. The dark underbelly of sin needs to be turned over so that it can be exposed to the purifying light of God's glory. The worms of guilt must be unearthed, spread before the heat of the sun, and destroyed. The heavy load of shame needs to be jettisoned and thrown into the fire of God's wrath. The glory of the Lord is almost upon us, and the season of Lent is nearly here. So, let us make a solid spiritual plan for the forty days leading up to Easter for prayer and fasting on behalf of our own wrongdoing and shortcomings, as well as for the sin of the world. Holy God, idolatry brings about your wrath because you cannot stand the lack of love in the world. I bow before you and bend the knee to your sovereign reign in my life. Please lead me in your way of righteousness and have mercy on those trapped in darkness so that we might see you, 
through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. Amen.